draw to Biner. Ernest Biner. Fumble. Fumble the ball, and Denver has recovered. Oh, my. Or have they? Let's wait for the official, Don Pilum. There's a war going on under that stack. There it is, Denver's ball at the two-yard line. Biner had the first and goal and lost the ball. Denver's defense, as I mentioned, so often in the past, coming up with the big play, with the turnover, stripping the ball. What a, what a heartbreak for Biner, who had picked up the first down, who was ready to take it into the end zone. Oh. The air goes out of the Cleveland team, the Cleveland sideline. hundred and eighty seven yards from scrimmage with hundred and twenty receiving yards on seven catches a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown it was one of the greatest individual performances in conference championship history but all anyone remembers is that fumble sports and life can be cruel Ernest Biner felt personally responsible for the loss to the Broncos, even though he did more than anyone did to help Cleveland try to win. I laid on the ground for a little bit, and I turned over, and I can remember just slowly working my way up. I'm exhausted. I'm done. I done gave everything that I had. And then, on the end of that, I done messed it up for, for everybody. The Browns came up a game short of the Super Bowl in 1987, in 1991, the Washington Redskins were in a position to go to the Super Bowl, and Ernest Biner was in a position to alter his legacy. Four years removed from that fateful day at Mile High Stadium, Biner would have a second chance. He and his Washington Redskins teammates would meet the Detroit Lions at RFK Stadium with a spot in Super Bowl 26 on the line. As was the case in the divisional round when Washington played Atlanta, this game would be a rematch of a regular season blowout won by the Redskins. However, as had also been the case against the Falcons, the Redskins would face a healthier opponent the second time around. The best running back in football, Barry Sanders, had missed Detroit's 45-0 opening weekend loss to Washington with an injury. This time, Sanders was healthy and ready to go. He had posted 99 yards from scrimmage the week before, including a typically incredible 47-yard touchdown run that helped Detroit crush the Dallas Cowboys by a surprisingly one-sided 38-6 score. That victory was especially impressive because it came against a Cowboys team that had been red hot. Since beating Washington to spoil the Redskins' perfect season, the Cowboys hadn't lost, until, that is, they ran into a buzzsaw in Detroit. Now, with that 45 nothing loss to the Redskins in the back of their minds, the Lions would get their own second chance. But the Lions had never won in Washington. Never. The last time Detroit had won on the road against the Redskins was when the Lions prevailed 17-7 at Fenway Park when the team was the Boston Redskins. Detroit would have to upend nearly six decades of futility in order to move on to the first Super Bowl in franchise history. Right off the bat, it was apparent just how difficult the Redskins would make that task. Do a lot of shuffling around. The Redskins will on defense. Far is 
against the motion man. Kramer again will throw it. Hit and lost the ball. A fumble is captured by the Redskins. The arm never went back. Charles Mann is the man who hit him. Stokes made the recovery. Charles Mann is working against the rookie, Scott Conover. He can't have any help out here. You look, here's Charles Mann right here. He's like, here's Conover here. He's just going to come up the field top. Charles Mann, one of the best pass rushers in the league. He just does a bull rush. He goes right over him, right through him, then hits Kramer. The ball pops out, and there's Stokes. When we talked to Wayne Fonts last night, he said the one thing we can't have is turnovers. And, of course, he gets it on his second play of the game. And the Redskins have it first and goal at the 10. They can't get a first down without scoring. That was a heck of a pass rush by Charles Mann because he knew he had a bull rush because of the threat of Barry Sanders. Biner straight ahead to about the one. Blades, the safety man, made the stop. The Redskins said, we've got to run it. And they're off to a running start. Lachey, McKenzie, Bostic, Slareth, and Jacoby. Donnie Warren, the tight end. The Hogs, they call themselves. So does the city. Ernest Biner, the runner. And those three outstanding wide receivers. Although in this situation, you'll see a lot of tight ends. The Redskins carry five tight ends. Second and goal from the one. Warren in the backfield in front of Gerald Riggs. Riggs pounds in, Redskins touchdown. From a yard out. Didn't take long, did it? Well, that's what they call heavy jumbo. They have all their tight ends including Donnie Warren in the backfield. And he's going to lead. You see, here's Warren here. He's right here. He's going to be the lead. And just watch that play. Here is Heavy Jumbo. You just take off, control that line of scrimmage, get that lead in there, and then Riggs just finds a crack. Where is it? Right there. For a big guy, he got through a little opening. I, know, I think to get through that little opening for a big guy, you have to go sideways, and that's what he did. Boy, what a job Joe Gibbs has done. Not just this year. I think when you talk about coaches in this league uh, right now and, and of all time, I think Joe Gibbs is one of the tops. Rutledge holds for Low Miller. The extra point's good. 13.54 left to play in the first quarter at RFK, and the Redskins lead it 7 to nothing. The shell-shocked Lions were down 7-0, barely a minute into the game. Things didn't go much better on their next possession. Ten again, Green comes wide to the left. Moore is to the right. That's Perriman in motion, and now the trips are to the right. Kramer looking to that direction. Pass is picked off by Kurt Govea. Govea hit it for the end zone, caught from behind by... Herman Moore, but the Redskins get it again inside the 10.
Richie Pettibone said the other day, he said the way you beat this defense, the way you beat this, this offense is you let it beat yourself. And if you just watch here, he said you just let them have the turnovers. You see there, they're just playing zone, they're just playing area. They throw the interception to Gavea. Two Redskins were there, they forced the ball in there. And that's exactly what's happening. It's the defense isn't beating them so much as the Detroit offense is beating itself. Same situation. The Lions held tough and forced Washington to turn to Chip Miller. Low Miller delivered on a short field goal to extend the lead to 10-0 with 11 minutes still left in the first quarter. On their next possession, after a couple of customarily spectacular runs by Barry Sanders, the Lions finally had a drive going. On top of that, Redskin cornerback Daryl Green injured his ribs trying to tackle Sanders on one of those runs. Then, the game reached a potential back-breaking moment for the Lions. Pass, but it's a draw to Barry. D.J. Dozier lined up in the slot to the right, primarily a blocker. He better be. Ball still loose. Charles Mann saying, we got it. There's the ball going into the end zone. They can't find the ball. They're looking at a pile, and there it is down in the end zone. Alvoid Mays. I don't know, the officials are up on one field. They're all down there looking to see who has it. Alvoid Mays had it. He, he copped it and took it into the end zone. This is going to be an interesting ruling because they went down there to look for the ball. And it was out. Gone. It was gone. <laughs> this is going to take to some, some discussion here. Joe Gibbs is saying it's a touchdown. Wayne Fonts has to be hoping that the ball was down, that they're going to say the whistle blew. Again, it was man. Touchdown, Redskins. Wilbur Marshall was the guy that hit him. Al Boyd Mays, you don't even see him where he went Correction. in or where he came out of the ball. Correction, Correction. no timeout. Correction, correction. I think he means no touchdown. Timeout signal was given when the pile was created. That stops the play. There is no touchdown. There is no Time touchdown. They couldn't find Alvoid Mays. They don't know when he went into that pile, nor when he came out of it, because when the officials went to look, they blew the whistle. Well, let's see from the other side, reverse angle. Okay, we'll look at number 20 is Alvoid Mays. We see Wilbur Marshall made the hit. Elford goes, the ball is on the ground. There's 20 right there. He gets it now, rolls up. You see the official runs right by him. See, they don't even see him. Alvoid Mays has the ball. The officials were looking, didn't see him come out of there with the ball. So now they're saying that they called timeout. I would imagine they meant they blew the whistle. Or he was down. Stopped when the pile was created, the ball was awarded to Blue by the headlinesman at the bottom of the pile. Third down. The ball cannot be awarded to Blue because Blue never did have the ball. Instead of being down 17-0 or even giving up the ball, Detroit had sidestepped total disaster. 
The Lions were hanging by a thread, and that reversal kept Detroit in the game. It also helped Eric Kramer avoid his third turnover of the first seven minutes. Kramer had been fantastic a week earlier, torching Dallas for 341 yards and three touchdowns on 29 for 38 passing. Against the Redskins, it had already been a long day, and we weren't even to halftime yet. Still down 10 nothing, the Lions faced a third in inches early in the second quarter. Third and inches for the Lions at the Redskins 34. Sanders is the deep back. Kramer will take it himself for the first down. He got hammered in the back pretty well with a couple of knees. Well, that's a short yardage play and their goal line play. It's an option, and you don't see that run much, and that's exactly why you don't see it run much in the NFL. Because you don't worry about the thing, you just hammer the quarterback. What's going to be option right, right down the line, boom, boom, boom. They go off with Barry. Now, the good news is that Wilbur Marshall, 58, went off with Barry. The bad news is Kramer has to carry the ball. And Andre Ware has come into the Detroit huddle, Kramer going out. I'll tell you, I think, I, I think he's knocked dingy. I think he gets kicked in the head right right at the end. You see, he goes down, he has a first down. You see the knee right there? He took the knee to the head, and he he thought he was all right, but he wasn't. He may become all right, but he wasn't when he walked off the field. Raven Caldwell was the knee. And that's why you don't run the option in the NFL, even though it is a good short yardage play. Ware has the ball batted backwards. Man got the big hands up again. Hey, and now Kramer's coming back in. I think he just got that, that knee in the head and he just got foggy there for a while and he's okay now. Probably once he got to the sideline, uh, uh, he was okay. Once he found the sideline. I don't know how many more times you're going to run that option because with Barry Sanders, they're going to go off with him and they're just going to force the quarterback to run the ball and then after he runs, it really put the hammer on him. Second and ten at the... Ah, it was a simpler time, wasn't it? After nearly being decapitated by Raven Caldwell's knee, Kramer stumbled to the sideline, replaced by former Heisman Trophy winner Andre Ware. For one play. The clearly concussed Kramer returned to the game after Ware ran his one play. And somehow, Kramer was suddenly on fire. He said ever since his first game as a junior in college at Oklahoma State, he said he has been the marked man. He said it doesn't bother him. You'd never know it, would you? Here's Kramer. In the end zone, he's got a man open, and it's touchdown to Willie Green. Great throw by Kramer. You know, every time Willie Green scores a touchdown, this team has won. You know, they have all those stats, but in this run and shoot, when you get inside the 20, the two big receivers are the outside guys. And that outside guy has been Willie Green. And you look and you say, we got to get the ball in the end zone. Who are we going to throw it to? We're going to throw it to Willie Green. Martin Mayhew, that's the best guy that they have left. He was still on him. Of course, Daryl Green is out of the game. Despite about as bad a first quarter as you'll see an NFL playoff team have, the Detroit Lions were down by only three points. 
Redskins decided to shake things up when they got the ball back, switching to a no-huddle attack and mixing binder runs and ripping passes to keep the Lions off balance. Washington drove it down inside the Lion 5-yard line, but faced a 4th and short from the Detroit 3, which gave Joe Gibbs a big decision to make, up 10-7. Big play by that Detroit Lion defense. Joe Gibbs started to send the field goal team out. Low Miller was going out, he called him back, and now he's going with heavy jumbo. We see Russ Grimm goes in there, there's going to be all their tight ends. And you know, number 37 right there, Riggs is going to get the ball, or it's going to be some kind of play fake. What a sight. RFK Stadium is also a sight to Redskin fans as the skins are down deep in Detroit territory. Riggs. His second touchdown of the day from three yards away. Put an old starting hog, who's now a backlog hog, in at tight end, Russ Grimm. He plays this left end right there, 68. He just knocks his man right off the line of scrimmage, and that's where they run in, right behind the old ex-hog, Russ Grimm. He might be re-elected. makes it 17-7. Yeah, we're talking about that touchdown watch. Here's Russ Grimm. He's a guard. He's playing tight end. Watch the block that he makes. Boom, you hit into the guy. Then you drive him. Then you turn him. Then you put him on your back. This is fourth down. This is goal line. This is blocking. Tell you, Russ Grimm's been around a long time, but he really fired out on that. And that one is Russ Grimm's touchdown. There's Magic Johnson and Jack Kent Cook, the owner of the Redskins. Magic sitting up with the owner. The touchdown gave Washington some of its momentum back, but the Lions staged an impressive drive that led to a 30-yard field goal by Eddie Murray just before halftime. It was a strange first half of the Redskins, but in some ways oddly reminiscent of what had happened the week before against the Falcons. Washington had convincingly outplayed the Lions, but the big reverse call on the Alvoid Mays touchdown and Eric Kramer improbably playing better after nearly being knocked unconscious contributed to the Redskins leading only 17-10 at halftime. On the opening possession of the second half, Washington drove down into the Detroit red zone but had to settle for a 28-yard low Miller field goal, making it 20-10. After a Detroit punt and a 51-yard miss by Low Miller, the Lions moved the ball near the Redskins' 20-yard line before blitzing Andre Collins sacked Kramer and forced the Lions to try for another Murray field goal. But Murray's 44-yard attempt was partially blocked by Jumpy Gathers, and the Redskins took over at their own 25. A long pass start, Monk got Washington into Lions' territory, but an ineligible man down field penalty later in the drive bumped the Redskins back near midfield. Still looking to land a decisive blow against the pesky Lions, Washington would turn to a familiar play. First time Washington's been penalized all day. Second down. Ripping to throw it. Going a long way, and he's got a man open. Touchdown, Clark.
The 45-yard sprint bomb touchdown pass to Clark had finally given the Redskins some real breathing room against the Lions. A fired-up Redskins defense helped make sure that the Lions wouldn't be able to mount a comeback. And when you do get there, you're happy. Here's what the other side did. Stokes kept him inside, made him go the other way. They just put a picket fence around Barry Sanders. Second and 17. A second at the 17. Not much there. Again, it's man to stop him. Charles Mann is fired up. I mean, whatever he, he ate for a pregame meal or, or drank in there at halftime, they ought to give him some more of it. This is a char, a fired up Charles Mann. I tell you, he is jumping, diving, rolling, throwing, shirt hanging out. I mean, he's looking like he's looking like a defensive lineman now. Sometimes Charles Mann will look a little too neat on you. Well, he said this is the first time his knee has really been 100%. All year long. They said he lifted more weights on it this week than he had all year. Third and 15 at the 12. The Redskins were in control, and they knew a trip to the Super Bowl was now within reach. When they got the ball back, Rippon went to the sprint bomb well one more time. You start your guy to the inside like you're going to run a post. Keep him on your inside shoulder, and then boom, go to his outside, and that'll make a quarterback slap, slap his thigh. That's something they do in those country and western. You know how they do that? And they just sit there and they just slap their thighs. The music. That's what Ripon was doing. Monk has five catches for 94 yards in that touchdown. Mo Miller will try to add to it. Well, he got Melvin Jenkins on the inside. When you can get that position, keep the guy inside you, then go back to the corner. Well, Miller's extra point is good, and it's 34 to 10. 10.45 left to play in the football game. Headed for Minnesota. As the fourth quarter began to wind down and facing a 24-point deficit, the Lions sent Kramer to the bench for good in favor of Andre Ware. Spielman, yesterday, he said that's the guy he respects most. They said, he's a tough guy. And I said, how do you know? He said, he laughed. He said, when he hits me, I go, Pass is intercepted by Darrell Green, and Darrell Green will score for Washington. Ware picked up by Darrell Green. They darn near carried Daryl Green right out of the stadium. There's not much to Green. They picked him up, and he almost went in the stands. 32-yard pickup. This has been a complete game for these Redskins today. 
And the owner, Jack Kent Cook. All he can do is laugh. It's been offense. It's been defense. It's been special teams. It's been coverage. It's been blitzes. It's been run. It's been pass. And short still, pass, deep pass, every kind. Still, the Lions will have never won in Washington in the history of the two franchises. And they ran into a real juggernaut today. to the Redskins. You know, it's hard to say any any group of fans in any NFL city is better than any other group. But these in Washington are unmatched. Well, there's something about it. They, they, they let them bring signs. They have a band. And the band is down on the field in the end zone. They have real grass. There's no top on it. They got I mean, the hogs. They got the hogs. And they have some things that are real and some things that are really what football has always been all about. Green's interception return put the finishing touches on Washington's NFC Championship. It had been an emotional season for Detroit. Starting guard Mike Utley had suffered a spinal cord injury in a mid-November game that left him paralyzed, and the team had rallied after Utley gave a thumbs up as he was being carted off the field. The Lions had gone as far as their talent, resiliency, and emotion could carry them. They fell to Washington 41-10 on a day when the Redskins had completely controlled them in the second half. Washington held the Lions to just one yard rushing in the last two quarters until their final possession, and under 100 yards of total offense. For the game, Barry Sanders totaled a merely human 59 yards on 15 touches. Meanwhile, Mark Rippon threw only 17 passes, but he completed 12 of those for 228 yards and a pair of touchdowns. And leading the Redskins on the ground was Ernest Biner. Biner ran 17 times for 62 yards as the leader of Washington's three-headed running attack. Biner now had the opportunity, a second chance, to get his missing ring. He and the Redskins were set to go to Minneapolis for Super Bowl XXVI, which is where our story will conclude next time on Something Special. The guy Jeff Bostic that has had a great year for the Redskins, kind of the middle of that hog thing. If he doesn't get the blocking done in the middle, you don't get any running. And like we said earlier in the game, a Joe Gibbs team has to be able to run the ball. And they did today along with everything else. <laughs> Never seen Joe Gibbs this happy, Pat. So the Redskins move on to the Super Bowl. 41 to 10 over Detroit, and we'll be right back. Come on, come on, come on.